Secret Energy Lessons Wisdom is Wealth Resource-Based Dating What is it and why it doesn't work? It's very simple Resource-Based Dating is when you're picking a mate based on how much money they make We're talking about people who have disposable income A lot of people out here are barely making it So if you find somebody who has disposable income What does that matter if they're not going to spend their money on you? So again, I think this is counterintuitive. I think that spending your time trying to find somebody to spend and waste their money on you doesn't work. What you should do is focus more on what's missing in your life. Why do you feel like you need more material items? And what makes you think that somebody is going to give them to you just freely just because you are giving them some attention? When you ladies are out here trying to meet high value men and trying to trick them into a relationship, that's what I consider resource-based dating. Basically, you're just targeting guys based on the size of their wallet and what you feel is the probability that you can get some money out of them. But the fact that multiple women of all races are putting so much energy into this tiny few number of men, the men are on guard. So a much better way to approach this is build yourself up, build up your self-worth, build up your added value. What do you add to a man's life that other women don't? You got to think about this. Let's be analytical for a minute. Why would a man of high value spend his money on you? Why would he put his time, energy, and money into you? You got to think about that. And then ask yourself, what are the two or three things that you can do right now that don't include getting a surgery or getting your body done or getting a new hair weave? What are the things you can do right now to get you closer to what that type of man wants? Don't try to trick men into a relationship. Just become the woman that they want to pursue. How to tell if your man is cheating? I think a better question is, why would you be with someone you think could cheat that's all i'm saying if you and your partner still have this concept of cheating in your marriage or relationship and you still think the person's going to go cheat why be in the relationship in the first place what type of relationship do you really even have you're worried about if this person's cheating when you should be worried about your common purpose your common goal or maybe you don't have a common purpose and goal again if you don't have a common purpose and goal, why are you in the relationship? I mean, it's just that simple. I don't understand why people get into these long-term dating situations and then it breaks up because someone quote unquote cheated. That doesn't make sense. Could easily come up with scenarios and ways that you could make the relationship work, but instead you want to use up all of this time and energy getting to know each other and live together and pay bills together just to end it when somebody cheats. But of course, I have theories about that and that'll be in another video of why relationships break up, the real reasons. But for right now, we'll just say that people break up when their spouse cheats and women always wanna know what their man's doing. The best advice for a woman that's always worried about what her man is doing is to simply be single. Then you don't have to worry about what nobody's man is doing. It's that simple. You shouldn't have a boyfriend if you have to check up on him 
and you're going to fight other girls and any, anything else, or you're getting phone calls from the other women, that's just too much. Leave them alone, girl. Leave them alone. How big is too big? All right, first of all, everyone knows I love the BBWs. I'm always rooting for the BBWs. I was raised by BBWs. I used to look through my mother's old catalogs with the big girl draws and everything in them. All right, so I'm all about the BBWs. However, at the age I'm at, I just don't think that I would want to move around with some of these super heavyweights that's out there right now. I think we need to set a standard here to determine what is too big for the average guy. If a woman is too big for me to pick up, if I cannot pick her up physically off the ground with ease, she's probably too big for me. I'm just keeping it 100%. I work out almost every day of the week. And if I have trouble moving you around, that's just not going to work. If you have anything hanging down or if your thighs are too big, I don't mean to be graphic, but that's too much work. Way too much work. Way, way, way too much work. I can deal with some love handles. I can deal with some women with some meat on their bones. But those are basically the two main standards right there. Do I have to move anything out of the way? And can I pick you up? And as far as most guys, I think that a lot of guys do like the BBWs. When I'm out and about and I see people shopping, a lot of times there's big girls with boyfriends. They're walking around Walmart pushing the cart. I mean, guys naturally like something to hold on to. So it's not that guys don't want a bigger woman. It's just that if a woman is too big, she becomes intimidating. A lot of guys are just simply intimidated by a big, beautiful woman. They're intimidated by somebody with a huge booty. It can be frightening. I think I may have come to a breakthrough. This might be something to help people kind of get over this whole gender war thing. Maybe part of the reason that dating isn't working is that the majority of modern women are actually red pills. They're actually red pills themselves. They actually agree with the majority of the red pill rhetoric. For example, the idea that all women are promiscuous. If you look at social media right now, most of the chicks who post on there say promiscuous type things. They they refer to themselves as, you know, kind of living their lives, doing what they want to, juggling men. If they say that it's going on and the red pill men say it's going on, sounds like they're agreeing. Maybe these two factions that are at war actually have more in common. Didn't seem like it was that long ago. That was in the early, the late 90s, early 2000s. Every time I meet somebody, ask them, for whatever reason, I used to ask them this. How many guys have you had sex with? And they would always say nine or less. The, the, the standard number became nine. I heard that multiple times. The idea that body count doesn't matter is something brand new. That's not old school. Body count used to matter. Body count used to matter a lot to the point where if uh, one of these young ladies would go on some binge sex, have a whole bunch of hookups, she would just leave town. I know a lot of girls that I knew way back at the beginning of the 2000s who jumped on Black Planet, they jumped on POF, they racked up a bunch of bodies, they hit, the, they hit the highway. They moved upstate. 
is what it is. It happened to at least five or six females I knew back then. They had good jobs. Most of them just took another position in their company. When found another job, they were educated. A lot of these women way back then didn't have kids. So a lot of things were going on in the dating game about 20 years ago. And now we're dealing with a totally different dynamic. And we need different strategies and different tools to implement to be able to make it through. But for the most part, I think that you young ladies out there are secretly or subconsciously red pills. You feel like you know the true nature of a woman to be promiscuous, hypergamous, and everything else. You're playing into the stereotypes. So that's what I'm saying about the young ladies out there. This is something that I've heard a lot of women tell me that have come to me for advice. They tell me that they're trying to lock something down. They're trying to lock a man down. They're trying to lock this experience down. They're trying to lock this vibe down. They're locking everything down. And I want to just tell the ladies of the world, please stop doing that. Stop saying that you're going to lock anything down. You're not locking nothing down. When you put that lockdown energy out there to a man who has his life together, he's going to immediately go on guard. He's going to put his guard up. Men don't want to be locked down. If they want to be locked down, they'd already be married. Why are most of the men out here divorced? They're divorced because they didn't want to be locked down. So you're telling this guy that you just met that you're going to lock him down or you're looking to lock something down. That's insane. How to keep a man around. This is extremely easy. All you have to do is not push him away. Men are naturally lazy. Men want to be taken care of and they want to be able to relax, chill, not have anybody bother them, especially when a man gets over 35, 40 years old. He does not want to be bothered. He does not want to be out here dating, chasing women around. So if you allow him to do what he wants to do, have his man cave, have his nights out with the boys, whatever. Just let him do what he needs to do. If you're paranoid about what he's doing or you're worried about him cheating or anything of that nature, you shouldn't be in the relationship anyway. Or you should at least discuss the options, discuss the arrangement, whatever you guys are working on. But at the end of the day, the way to keep a man around is simply don't run him off.